Welcome to Enhancing the Human Experience, the podcast designed to help you consciously create and live your best life. Now, this episode is sponsored by my new course called The Seven Pillars of Personal Development, Supporting an Extraordinary Life. And it's all about working on the, in doing the inside work, doing the inside job that is required to develop yourself so you can have great experiences in every area of your life. Now, in that course, I take a little bit different look at personal development, and we look at developing your relationship with yourself in those seven key areas. Now, sometimes that's enough. You know, a lot of personal development courses talk about, they give you tools and techniques and practices to use in certain situations with certain people. Uh, in that type of environment. Now, that's really valuable and that is helpful, but what is often not addressed is the inside work that if you don't have a strong foundation to build upon, a strong sense of self, then those tools won't be as effective and may not be any effective, right? It's like giving someone who has uh, never wielded a sword, the finest Japanese sword, and saying, okay, now you have the excellent tool, go into battle with this uh, samurai, right? Obviously, that's a crazy scenario, but that's oftentimes what happens. If you don't have a firm foundation on which to use the tool and to ground yourself before you use the tool, it's just not going to be effective. So that's the idea behind the course. I'll be announcing more information about that and where you can find it. You can always find more information on my website, gmarkphillips.com. But I'm really excited about this this course. It's based on a lot of the uh, information and knowledge that I share on the podcast and the metaphysical and the spiritual. So it's really, really powerful. I'm excited about it. Look for it to be coming up soon, but I'll have more information down the road. Okay, let's get into the show. All right, on this episode, this is going to be kind of a throwback episode or a what would have been episode. In my Instagram feed recently, I mentioned that I was going to start this podcast and I was going to call it Man Versus Mind in the Game of Life Winning Begins Within. And I was very close to doing that because a lot of my work and a lot of my uh, stuff that I focus on really does focus on the inner battle. You know, there's no one holding us back, no entity outside of ourselves that is uh, causing us to live the life we have or not realize the goals and dreams we're setting for ourselves. It's all an internal battle, isn't it? And you probably already know this in your own life. Nothing outside of yourself needs to change for you to have the experiences that you want. It's all what we need to do on the inside. And so I was really passionate about that name, but in the end, I, I decided not to do that and decided to title the podcast Enhancing the Human Experience and move forward in that reign. But this episode is all about what would have, what the content would have been had I rolled forward with that man versus mind. And we're going to be talking specifically about the villain within and how to identify it, what to do about it, and how to you know, conquer that villain so that you can realize your goals and dreams in life. Because at the end of the day, like I said, there's no one holding you back but yourself, no one holding me back but myself. It's all an internal battle. And so I've got a few books here that I want to talk about and talk about the what other people 
title and what other people name this entity. You know, people like Stephen Pressfield, Brene Brown, uh, even Ralph Waldo Emerson talked about it in his uh, essays. And they, they all, we're all talking about the same thing, right? But people talk about it in different ways. And you know, like Stephen Pressfield talks about it, he calls it the resistance. And being a creative and a writer that he is, he he makes the point that he has to fight his resistance every single day when he gets up, that, that the words don't just naturally flow out. You have to draw them out and you have to be, um, be an active participant in getting them out into the world. And the way I look at that is that the world is conditioned consciousness. You know, you have your own conditioned consciousness that holds up and props up your life the way it is. And as a collective, we all have our own conditioned consciousness that is collective consciousness. And this is why it's very challenging to get ideas to be received in the world by people, even people close to you, even yourself, right? Because your conditioned consciousness is resistant to those ideas because it doesn't fit into the constructs that you've already you know, defined for yourself. And those constructs could be made on a subconscious level or a conscious level. Ultimately, I believe it all has to come through our consciousness. Even when we're little children, we accept ideas and concepts into our world about uh, people and money and relationships, and then those become a part of our belief system and our identity and our and our concept of the world, and they stick, and then everything will conform to that. That's why it's really important to identify the quote-unquote villain within and be really conscious that it is a true thing because it, it will hold you back from realizing your grand dreams and, and from having prosperity and all of those things. It really does hold us back if we're not aware of it and we don't have some tools in our arsenal to get in there and fight with it. So, you know, but but I, I do believe it is conditioned consciousness and uh, things that do or do not line up with your self-concept. But, you know, that's like what Stephen Pressfield talks about. Every day he's going into battle with himself to bring out those words and bring out uh, that creative entity. And even, uh, you know, in Ralph Waldo Emerson's famous uh, essay here, you know, he talks about it and he, he has the, the passage that talks about how, um, you know, we deny ourselves, we get an idea and we deny it from coming into existence. And he says here, um, you know, this is talking about that idea. He says, after you see the idea that's come into being um, and you notice that you have rejected your own thoughts and that you have shut yourself down, right? Um, he says, quote, Yes, he dismisses without notice his thought because it is his. In every work of genius, we recognize our own rejected thoughts. They come back to us with a certain alienated majesty. Great works of art have no more affecting lesson for us than this. They teach us to abide by our spontaneous impression with good-humored inflexibility, then most when the whole cry of voices is on the other side. Else tomorrow a stranger will say with masterly good sense precisely what we have thought and felt all the time, and we shall be forced to take with shame our own opinion of another. He's talking about that resistance that is inherent in the human experience. And he had a really good finger on it because he was, you know, on the ball there. You know, Jose Silva talked about it as well in his famous 
book and system, The Silva Mind Control Method. And what he said is that he noticed when there was resistance in people, that there is resistance inherent in us, like I've talked about in the human psyche and consciousness and collective resistance. And he noticed that when that resistance was really high, um, excuse me, when the resistance was really low, you could get ideas into the consciousness and you could reprogram your consciousness. Now, like other people in his field and, and throughout history have noticed when you lower that resistance, which it's lower as soon as you wake up in the morning before your consciousness has come online, and it's lower right before going to sleep as you're transitioning into that deep sleep pattern, it's also lower during meditation or deep relaxation. And if you get the, your idea in during those lowered states of resistance, the conscious mind is kind of coming offline, then your idea has a better opportunity to stick. And that's where one of the foundational principles in his Silva mind control method was. He goes into this deep relaxative state, which he calls level, going to your level, and getting that idea in there and programming your mind. Because otherwise, I like to think of it as a Roman centurion at, at the gates of your consciousness. You're not going to get anything past that guy. He's going to block everything you try to put in unless it coincides and is a perfect alignment with how you really are currently thinking. And we'll talk about that in a moment. I don't want to forget to bring that up. But the Roman centurion is going to block all sorts of stuff. This is why if you say an affirmation that uh, I am healthy and you don't really feel healthy or you're, you know, you're not thinking healthy thoughts yet, it's going to be kicked out. So that Roman centurion is always there, and, and that's what he talks about. You've got to go to your level in order to get past it, get into a place where you can plant that seed. But even Brene Brown talks about this stuff in her work, and she names it a little bit different, and she calls it shame and guilt. And it's at the lower end of the uh, emotion spectrum or the emotion continuum there. You know, the highest end is like love and enlightenment. Love is the super powerful. And, but, you know, emotion and guilt are doing the same thing that the collective, you know, your collective consciousness is by blocking out. And it's just causing you to resist good things from happening to you. If you identify with emotion and guilt and you have that in your consciousness, you're going to align up and you're going to bring experiences in that are a perfect match for that. And that leads me to the thought that I wanted to share with you is that all of this can be changed in an instant. Now, I, that's easier said than done, and you probably realize this in your own experience. It can be changed in an instant because it's all based on thought, and it's all based on what you identify with and how you build your self-concept. Neville Goddard talks about this a lot in his work, and I'm a really big fan of it, that your self-concept is the governing factor to everything that happens to you. If you don't if your self-concept isn't such that will allow you to be healthy, right? If you don't identify with health, if that's not part of your self-concept, then you're never going to get there because it's always going to be blocked out. But again, it's a different way of looking at this conditioned consciousness, right? It's all consciousness, however way you want to approach it and get into it. This is why all these people are really saying the same things, but ultimately it's, it's about one thing. What are you thinking and what are you identifying with and, and how is that building into your self-concept? So the, the way to do it, the way to really get past all of this and actually design a self-concept and an identity is to 
watch your thinking. Ultimately, watch your thinking. And you have to also know what identity you want. And I like to look at it in this sense. Like Stephen Covey talks about, begin with the end in mind. Whatever end goal you want, whether it's being healthy or being wealthy or having great relationships, if you start with the end in mind and then reverse engineer it and say, okay, who do I need to be in order to have those things in my life? And then what do I need to do in order to have those things in my life? And then you just start making your list. Who do you need to be list? And what do you need to do list? And that ultimately then is going to be your program. You're going to push into your consciousness at those peak states of most, uh, that it's best delivered to your consciousness, right? That it's most receptive. That's the early morning. That's after meditation or relaxation. And then, and then in the evening and it then it just becomes a repetition. And just like anything conditioned in life, whether you're conditioning your muscle or your lungs where you're running, it just going to take time. And you know what? It's going to be kind of painful at the beginning because you're coming from a place that may be radically different from that. And I speak from my own experience in my own conditioning of consciousness and self-concept that you do have a tendency to sometimes revert and bounce back. But like anything else, when you get knocked down, you get back up on the horse and you start riding again. There's just no other way to get around it. Otherwise, the quote unquote villain within you will win. And that's something none of us want because it it makes it makes our lives stay exactly the same as they were yesterday and the day before and the day before because once that momentum of the consciousness gets going it becomes very very uh, it becomes more difficult to change it the further the momentum goes and so there comes a point where you have to literally like draw a line in the sand and face that momentum and say, look, we're turning it around to go the other way. It's the only way, that's the only way that I've ever discovered based on all the things that I've studied and all of the stuff I've uh, learned to do it is you just actually have to do it (laughs) like anything else, right? It's it's not rocket science, but it does take some uh, initial willpower. But using that, using your imagination and thinking of yourself being that way will allow you to bring on your bring into play your energetic being and your imaginative being and your spiritual aspect which will make your work in the willpower arena much more much easier really much easier and actually you'll be drawn then to that person that you want to be and you'll be drawn to be that person and to do those things and this is the kind of thing that a lot of people miss and I missed for many years, you know, trying to uh, lose weight with willpower or with motivation as opposed to trying to change your self-concept or your conditioned consciousness, right? If we work in the realm of consciousness and our imagination, it's still hard work, don't get me wrong, but it's thought work and it's much more powerful because once you get that idea in your mind of this is who I am and this is what I do, Everything will be much easier, if not a smooth sail, right? Because then the universe is going to bring in, bring into um, play its forces to help you because it's now looking at the energy you're distributing around yourself and that you're creating within yourself and your self-concept and saying, this person is, is this, I'm going to give them experiences that match this because as we know, the outer is a mirror of the inner. And so that's the the real value that I want to offer you in this podcast is when you change your conditioned consciousness, when you change your conditioned self-concept, which may be 10 years conditioned, 20, 30, 40, could be really, really 
uh, impregnated into your consciousness, when you change that first, it's going to be a whole lot easier than to do the things necessary and to be the person that you need to be in order to attract those great experiences. But again, it really comes down to knowing who you need to be and knowing what you need to do. And and I just look around at successful people who have what I want, and I say, well, they're this, they have these qualities, characteristics, and attributes, I'm going to adopt those. And they do these things, I'm going to do these things in this way. And, I, and that's something that I... Uh, one of the things that I find is really easy because like Tony Robbins says, you know, success leaves clues. No one is doing this uh, in like this um, uh, microcosm. Everyone is able to see what's going on. It's just does that does what they're doing fit your self-concept, right? That's at the end of the day what it's all about. And so I hope that's helpful. I mean, that that's, that's kind of the, in a nutshell of the work I was going to do on man versus mind, but also continue to do, just put it into enhancing the human experience and a different type of branding package. Eventually, somewhere down the road, I do plan on bringing the man versus mind online in a product of some sort that's built around this because I I do still believe that it is the crux of of enhancing the human experience, the inner this inner battle we go into every day and how we come out of that whether we win or lose, you know, uh, that, that, that determines our life. You know, Napoleon Hill said, if you do not conquer self, you will be conquered by self. And I'm going to grab a bunch of other quotes and passages and put them up on the blog post on the website, gmarkphillips.com. So you can go check that out because I'm really passionate about this, this idea of, uh, you being, your only opponent, me being my only opponent, as we go into the game of life, and it, everything falls into everything, you know, cascades from that. Um, the guilt, the shame, the the feelings of being a fraud as you go toward realize your dream, which I often have have some of those, you know. Come on, but it, it's all in the mind, right? It's all in your mind. Whatever you're going toward, whatever you're reaching for. If you know that your conditioned consciousness is always going to resist it, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's different from what you're currently living and you're currently thinking and you're believing, there's going to be resistance and you're going to be constantly kicked back out of that. And your mind's going to say things like, that's not for you. You're not enough. You're not ready. You're not uh, able. All of these things that are ultimately a lie, right? A, a, a lie is just, uh, I like to think of a belief in a lie is very similar. You know, lie is part of belief in the middle of the word there. And everything that we believe is ultimately a lie, unless it's that we are made up of elements animated by, you know, the God force within us. Unless you think that and only that, everything else is a lie and a story that is totally subject to you changing it. And so I really think that's really powerful to, to realize that and think, hey, well, my life is this way because of the story I'm telling myself and because of the self-concept that I've identified with and that I continue to identify with. And the only way to change it is to construct a different self-concept and move forward. And I'm actually working on another product that I'm really excited about called the PDJ, and that is the Personal Development Journal, which will help you do that very, very easily. All my stuff, I really want to make it really easy with like two or three steps and processes. I'm kind of, I don't know if you're like me, but I've kind of um, read so much personal development and so many thick books on it that I'm going the other direction and making sometimes these these 
programs and tools are really uh, one or two pages, maybe three pages, because at this point in our evolution, the human experience, we don't need all the backstory and the fluff. All of us have come up to this level of understanding and we're opening up our consciousness so much that we don't need a bunch of uh, examples and stories and why it is the way it is. We just need to know what to do and how to do it. Keep it really, really simple. That's why all my, all my stuff is super simple because I'm past it. I don't want to sit here at the computer hammering out example after example and rehashing and rehashing over how to do this or why to do it. It's just very simple. If it could be delivered in one sentence, one line, I would do it. Um, that's kind of the, the belief system and the, the ideology behind my work. You don't need it, and I don't want to spend my time doing it. So I just think it wastes a lot of time. All right, well, that is the kind of the alternative. If we were in an alternative universe, parallel universe, that would be Man versus Mind podcast talking all about the inner battle, the villain within, if you want to call it that, or the uh, inner struggle, conquering self that is so vital to realizing all of your hopes and dreams in life and helping you live an extraordinary life. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and I'll catch you next time on this show. Until then, all the best, health, wealth, and success. Bye-bye.